entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. And now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a profit and business strategist on a mission. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees sustainable profitability and guides your growth. Not only that, it gives you an opportunity to have a business worth selling. I want to share some strategies that I've earned and learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. So I'm super excited to have my guest on with me today, Stephen Ross. Stephen is a best-selling author of the book, Doors Open When You Knock. He began his real estate coaching career 27 plus years ago. Can't tell by looking at him, right? And I've had them, and he's personally coached more real estate agents on a one-on-one basis than anybody on planet Earth. I love to hear that. He says that the thing you get paid most for in the real estate industry is consistency. There are probably very few agents in the United States who have knocked on more doors than Stephen has. And as a model of consistency and dedication to his practice, Stephen is a real estate student of the game. He uh, shows up every day, he pays attention, and get this, he does the work. So Stephen, I'm so excited to have you on Profit With A Plan podcast. And I love the point that, you know, dedication and consistency is the foundation for everything you do. So tell me why in the world anybody would want to go knocking on doors. Uh, No one would want to knock on doors. (laughs) It is the craziest thing in the entire world. And uh, Marcia, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And actually, the part of what you read uh, was... uh, was an introduction of my coach who got who and my mentor who has he's the one who's coached more real estate agents than anyone on planet earth uh but this is a good this was the perfect segue because when i first got into real estate i'm sitting in a training room with Coba banker and and my this coach comes in and he says it's a simple business knock on heads knock on doors pick one and i thought <laughs> i'm a ucla grad i've worked on wall street uh there's no way i'm knocking on doors and uh, about a few months later, I ran out of people to talk to, and I thought maybe I should try this knocking on door thing. Uh, and it is it is the craziest thing to do in the world. And I don't I'm not here to tell people that's what they should do, uh, but th- there was a there was a magical journey that came out of it. Well, I can imagine. I mean, um, in earlier in my career, uh, when I was working for a firm, that was their model as well in the financial advising world was to go knock on doors. That was the worst experience in my in my life. Um, and had I been able to stick to it and really felt passionate about why I was doing it at the time, I think I would have been a little bit more successful. But um, I dropped that as quickly as I could and went to knocking on knocking on heads, which you know wasn't wasn't the best opportunity either. Well, but- I mean. It is what it is, but you know, the, the I, I something I had a passion for knocking on doors. What ended up happening is I realized I had a very specific purpose. I had a very big why, which is I had three kids to feed, which mm-hmm. doesn't sound noble uh, and it doesn't sound uh, world peace ending uh, or world peace, peace creating. But you know, I wanted I got into real estate so I could be home every night with my kids, and then I could, uh, and so therefore I had to provide for them. Mm-hmm. And which meant I had to find a way to make that work because I didn't want to go back to what I was doing before. Nothing wrong with it, just wasn't the life I wanted. And right, so no, I did not want to. Uh, but that's the whole thing. 
a lot of stuff that's good for us is not that we want to do, it's what there is to do. Right. So tell me the correlation between opening doors, uh, doors that open when you knock and what your message is today, because I know it's something really important that listeners need to grab from this. And it's not door knocking, but it's almost a metaphor, right? It is, it is, it is a metaphor because you're right. No one is going to hear this podcast and say, yes, I'm going to go knock on doors. That's exactly (laughs) what I'm going to do. No, that's not what you're going to do. But there is some metaphor there about there is some activity that we all have to take in our business or you know, whatever you're up to, people could be listening, you know, maybe they have a side hustle or something like that. And the thing is, whatever it is that's most there to drive our success is probably the thing we most don't want to do, the thing we most never feel like doing. And therefore, if you want freedom and opportunity, if you want what there is to have, it's going to take something. And so the, the door of opportunity doesn't open by itself, right? It's not sitting there waiting for you to come by and just open magically or us, so to speak. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great, um, that's a great point because I always feel opportunity that only comes to you when you're prepared for it. So you've done the work and you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a position. So then when opportunity does come, you have the chance to succeed. That's true too. That's true too. So, okay, so um, in, in the, the, the work that you do, you come up with the, the idea that you've got to have consistency and dedication, right? Yep. So tell me more about that. The, well, those are really two different things. And so which one's, which one's more important to you, being consistent or being uh, dedicated? Well, I think, I think both are important because, you know, you can't be consistent unless you are dedicated, right? Don't you think it's a, a, a one thing leads to another? It, it might be. I, you know, that's the, let me, actually, let me rephrase it this way. What is the commitment, right, that we have to be consistent and what are we committed to being consistent at? You know, I was leading a, a training the other day and someone uh, the, the training was labeled consistency, you know, the magic, the mystical magic of consistency. And he's like, I, I don't know what I should be consistent at. He's like, because if I'm consistent at sitting on the couch and eating Cheetos, I'm probably not going to get where I want to go. <laughs> probably a little bigger than you. Probably a little bigger. As well. And, you know, <laughs> I take it for granted that people know what it is that's most important to move their business forward because I've been doing it so long. I forget what's most important. So. I guess the first thing is to be clear, what is it to be consistent at? And then, and then secondly, what is your commitment to follow through? And the commitment, right, requires a whole other set of skills. It requires creating an environment to support that commitment. It requires having patience. You know, there's so many other things that fall into that. You know, th- those are really good points and, and, and talking about uh, the consistency and the dedication that you do. Um, let me ask you a question though. Has it, how did you, how did you get to continue doing what you were doing in, in sight of not getting the results that you wanted? So I know that many of us go through and it's like, okay, I'm going to try calling on clients or knocking on doors or, um, putting an ad someplace in marketing and you don't really get the results that you want. How do you stay focused and, and continue on that path in, 
and you know knowing that you're you didn't get what you originally planned for that is the million dollar question isn't it right <laughs> and there is no simple answer and it's probably different for everybody and I'll, I'll give my example and then people can relate it to themselves because there, there's probably a similarity there somewhere. And that is when I was thinking about real estate, there's nothing new or novel about selling real estate. It's been around a long time. It probably will continue to be around a long time. So I'm not reinventing, you know, I'm not creating the next mission to Mars. I'm not solving the next pandemic. I'm not, you know, I wasn't doing anything revolutionary. And at some point, I just had to have faith that the advice I was given by people who've succeeded, that talking to people works and knocking on doors is one way to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's not even necessarily the best way, but it is a one, it is one way. And if you do talk to enough people, you will, even if you're not so smart and not so good, you'll just what is it? Uh, whatever the expression is, even a few blind squirrels find a few nuts or something like that. <laughs> right? And although that's not very inspiring, right? No one wants to be the blind squirrel who just fell in, you know, but it, it is, it is a reminder that you don't have to be the best. You just have to get going. And I, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that's, that's the piece. It's that start, get going, get action, you know, have the action of, of making the the attempts or the door knocks or the phone calls to to get to the clients that you want. And I, I think the other thing to, to think is, right, what's the expression 10 years in overnight success? You know, <laughs> something like that. And I did I did realize that it was just going to take time. I'm I think I'm smarter than I am. And even then that's not going to necessarily make it go any faster. And so just settling in that I don't have to be rookie of the year. I didn't have, to, you know, there was nothing to prove other than to not quit. And that and, if I just yeah. kept to going. To feed your family as well, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously I had to do sell a few houses, but it was, um, what I settled into not too long into it was that there was a journey there, right? A lot, mm. a lot like an endurance race. And at the time I had run a few marathons and I just realized it's just not going to happen overnight. I mean, it'd be great if it did, that would be awesome. And it's probably not going to happen that way. It's probably going to take sticking it out through some tough miles. And if I keep going, I'll probably end up somewhere pretty good. So, so to keep going and, and to do that, you had to have something more, some, something inside of you that would push you for it. And, and what was that? I mean, besides your kids and that, that you had to, you know, just put some food on the table. I mean, there's got to have been something that, that helped you succeed. Yeah. I mean, this is probably, this may not be the answer you were looking for, but if I were to be, if I'm being honest, it, I got a little lucky. Okay. Because Luck is good to have though. I, I got, I got a little lucky because in you know, when you're going door to door as a real estate agent, I, I cannot sell you like Mercy. If I knocked on your door today, right, I, I, there's nothing I can sell you, right? I, I, I can't sell you anything, right? Um, so I'm not selling bug services. I'm not selling cable. I'm not selling satellite. I'm not selling encyclopedias. I'm not selling vacuums. I can't sell you anything. All I'm really doing is creating a relationship. Ah. And, that, and that relationship is going to be based on some level of trust. And 
how crazy is it that some guy at someone's door creates a trusted relationship where I have clients and friends for life, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of insane. But that's what I found out soon. I don't know how long ago, maybe a couple of years. I realized that the people behind the doors was the magic and that I was, had this opportunity to learn and um, talk to people in a way that you just don't get to very often. You're talking to people at their door, at where they go to wake up every morning, where they go to bed every night, where they host their family functions, where their memories get made. And you're talking to them about why they live there and you know the magic that create, got created there in their life. And so you get to learn a lot about people. Um, and then, you know, so what, you learned, what I learned early on is that right I'm there really just as a service, right? I'm just there as a is there to serve people. And it's a gift that they're willing and able to share with me. Not everyone, of course, but many. And then all of a sudden I felt like it became my, you know, if I didn't come by, but I'm uh, I'm not fulfilling my promise to them in a way. Right. I know that's created, that's not really true, but you could say, right, as a creation that that's what was happening. Interesting. So it sounds like you learned how to build a relationship when you started knocking on doors and that's what kept you going is that in anything, even if you are selling uh, encyclopedias or a vacuum cleaner at the door, it's still about a relationship when someone buys, not because unless they're vacuum cleaner, they just blew up on them when somebody happens to ring the doorbell. I mean, that's pretty unusual. So people don't buy the first time they meet you, but it does become the relationship. And you, it sounds like your relationships building skills led to a great business. That's right. I would say the two things I'm best at is not quitting. (laughs) And maybe that's a good thing or bad thing. I don't know. That's a great thing. (laughs) Not quitting and being able to relate to people. Mm. I got, I, I was blessed. Um, this is not in the book and it's totally off topic, but it's, since we're talking about how we relate to people, but I was, uh, you know, a little Jewish kid from Encino and I ended up in Marina Del Rey for junior high. And there was three Jewish kids, um, in that school. So I was, I was now the minority mm-hmm. and, but what I learned really quick is that there's all sorts of people in the world, but they're all people. And, you know, that continued through the rest of my life. But that foundation, I just got lucky that it doesn't really matter who I'm with. As long as they're a human being, right, we're related. And when you can create that at the door, and that's basically what the doors gave me was this opportunity to practice every day, just being related to people. Um, And, uh, you know, we all have sort of that opportunity with whatever we're up to in our lives. I mean, maybe you're not door knocking, but, you know, the certain, the advisory business or whatever else you're in, you know, that is another way to look at how we create relationships with people. So what are some of the skills that you learn to create those relationships and maybe deepen them that you can share with us? Ooh, that's a whole, that's like, we could be here all week talking about that. We still got time. Tell us more. Come on. <laughs> I, you know, I think the very first thing to get is that there's nothing to get at the door mm. or when we're with someone. I have nothing to get from them. I'm there to give. Ooh. Ooh. That, is, that is an unusual but fantastic outlook because when you flip it around from the buyer side, 
if they're thinking, oh, this guy's going to get something, take something from me or want something from me, then you get defensive. So if you're just there giving, how does, how do, how do the people respond to you? Yeah, I mean, their, their, their defenses are down when I'm not there, to, not there to get their number. I'm not there to get their email. I'm not trying to get them to sell their house, which, of course, is impossible, right? I can't make someone sell their house. And, you know, uh, obviously, I'm here to promote my own book. But, you know, I was clear about this principle uh, long before I'd heard about this other bit, book called The Go-Giver, um, which mm-hmm. is a short parable-based book. It is, it is highly, I do recommend it. And... Uh, but as a, as a real estate professional, right, there was nothing to get, right? I'm there to help people. And whether they, you know, I, let, let me say it this way, because I do talk about it this way in the book. Here's the thing. When I knock on someone's door, here's, here's, here's what's going on. I have trespassed on someone's property and I have interrupted their day. That's those are facts. They were not, yes. I was not invited. I was, so so I'm I, I'm armed when I get to the door, right? Right. So I I early on in my door knocking career and realistic career, I, I realized I had three intentions at the door. One was to leave people better off than when I found them. Not like I'm a real estate messiah, right? I am not ordained, not, you know, but I can even if someone's in a cranky mood and they don't have time, say, have a great day with a smile. Right. So I just smiled at them. Right. I gave them positive energy. The second thing is obviously I'm there to feed my family. So I, I am looking for now business. And, um, and although people are rarely moving the day I knock on the door, the third intention though is to be of service and being of service could be a number of things. It could be lending an ear. It could be, you need a plumber. It could be, you need another contractor or I've helped people get jobs. I've connected quilters. I've, I've met, I've connected all sorts of people. Right. So those were my intentions. And when that's my intention, I am not there to get anything. And therefore people are pretty open. You'd be surprised with people, you know, just the, what's gotten created from those relationships. That's awesome. Okay. So now you disarm them by serving a little bit. How do you, how do you, keep that relationship going. If you're only in the service mode, there's got to be an opportunity to sell something somewhere down the line, right? I guess. Maybe. 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 I mean, in the, in a lot, in a lot, a lot of real estate coaching training programs, and there are some very good ones. And uh, a lot of that, one of them in particular talks about being in flow with people and, Mm. Um, another brokerage talks about how many touches you touch the people in your database. Mm. And I am antisocial. I don't do parties. I'm really an introvert. Okay. I don't, I don't want to talk to people. I want to be at home drinking a cup of coffee. Or Can I tell something. you, you picked the wrong job? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm very clear. <laughs> and But what I learned is that if I just show up at, at everyone's door twice a year, sometimes three times a year, that's all I need to do to stay in flow with them. And maybe I will, you know, over the years, I might've sent some mail, but those relationships and this guy comes around every couple, every couple times a year, by the way, people think it, think I'm there way more often than I am. And, you know, that they, I've become the trusted advisor in their mind. And so when they have a real estate need, they call me. 
I got a call today from a guy I've knocked on his door. I don't know how many times. And he's like, oh, I'm thinking of selling my house, you know. You were, you came first of mind. Isn't first that the mind. goal of everything is to come first of mind? I love that. Well, congratulations on the new opportunity that you have. And that was because hence you knocked on the door and the door opened, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that this is a wonderful conversation that, that people need to understand. Business owners need to understand the goal of business is to create a customer. Whatever, whatever you sell, offer, do, you know, the goal is to create a customer. And there's, like you said, there's so many methods, even in real estate, for you to create a customer. But when you find one, I think I'm understanding, is it for it to be a relationship build and to be consistent with it? So that the trust and understanding and the value that you provide to them Will will in turn when they're ready, they'll come back and give you a call and say, "Hey, Stephen, you've been to my house a thousand times. No, it's only nine, but I've been you've been to my house a thousand times. I'm going to give you a shot, right?" Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I, you know, it depends on the listener what kind of business you're in. But if you're in some sort of service advisory business, you know, the there is there is a, a love. There are pyramids to uh, relationships and how we transact with our clients. Um, there's several books on it. I've kind of adapted a model for the real estate business that's in my book. Um, but you could kind of say at the very bottom, there's some very basic transactions that, you know, transactional needs. Above that, you have um, something based on service. Above that, you have relationships. And the very top of the pyramid is the trusted advisor. Mm. And what, what feeds that is your breadth, your breadth of knowledge and depth of the relationship. And ultimately, when you have people where you have a trusted advisor status with, they come to you no matter what, they don't argue about your fees or prices, they know that you have their best interest at heart and you will serve them. Mm. Who doesn't want clients like that? Yeah, sign me up, sign me up. That's exactly the type of client that I think we all want. It, do, you, do you feel like it has to be a long journey, though? Does it have to be that you've been knocking on the guy's door for three years? Or could it be, you know, something, I guess, timing is all in there. Do you, do you ever consider um, what they're buying, um, what, what stage of buying they're in? Like you mentioned, the transactional versus the trust. <clears throat> I do not. I, that's, uh, I mean, well, you know, when you're, it, it depends. Ooh, it, it depends in what context. Like, so in if we're just talking about real estate, then trying to figure there's all these new software programs that you know these people are more likely to list and you know go chase after the every, you know, every seven years you move, so they're yeah. in that cycle. They I, just I, had a baby. I, they're you know whatever. I, I don't play that game. I just find people that trust me and and refer me and want to do business with me, and then. I don't worry about it. That's beyond my comprehension. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't work, uh, but it hasn't been required for me to, to be successful. Love it. Love it. So what are some of the, what are some of the strategies that, that you would recommend people to do when they're trying to build that trust with the client? So since that is your, that's, that's, sounds like it's your 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 gig right that's that's the way that you've created success 
Um, what are some of the valuable ways that you could be of service to them? Well, I mean, obviously that's going to be dependent on the industry you're in. Mm -hmm. And I think if, I think we just have to decide going back to my, I'm sticking to my first point, right? So beyond being consistent mm -hmm. with, what, with what I said, which is if, if you're there to get people, people pick up on that. If people, right. if you're there to sell, people pick up on that. Absolutely. Uh, if you're there to find out, if you're there to be of service, if you're there to help someone uh, and then also be willing to find out that they don't need your help. You know, my best, you know, if, if you when asked many of my clients, the reason why they love me amongst whatever other reason they say, they'll say, he's talked me out of buying houses. Oh. Interesting. Right. Cause it's, you know, if I, they're trying to do something that doesn't make sense I will say that you should not buy this house. You should not move right now. Or you should, you know, I'm not, a, it's not Stephen making another sale. It's what's best for my client. And when you put someone else's interest first and they, they get that, you know, it's not about, Hey, I put my client's interest first. No, you actually, we actually have to demonstrate that. That's, that's an interesting model that, um, that like you said, is often said, but not often done. So I like that. Wow, this is this has been an interesting conversation. You know, go, talking to a real estate agent that is an introvert that doesn't like to door knock, never thought he'd ever do it, and is now basing his whole coaching career and real estate career on a success that was not his first choice, right? That's right. That's you know, and right. and and some of the analogies and 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 pieces that you've used to be able to grow your business could be transformed or, or transacted all, all across business itself. You're, you're a chiropractor or you're an attorney. You know, you may not need me now, but you may need me in the future. And what can I do now to make a good relationship with you so that when opportunity does come and you are looking for someone like the guy that just called you today, you're first of mine. I love it. It's, it's, it is, it is something that transforms all business relationships, whether you're selling a widget or, or providing a service or getting someone out of jail. You know, it's always good to have one of my clients is a criminal defense attorney, which is, you know, not that I ever want to be in that position, but it's always nice to have his card in my wallet that just in case I know a guy, <laughs> you know, right. and yeah. um, it's, it's, it's the kind of thing that, that we should all think and practice in our business. Um, this model of building relationships and being of value, whether you're getting the business or not. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Love it. So Stephen, where can listeners find out more about you and your methods? Yeah, so I'm not online. Like uh, that was the other thing I left out is I don't, I don't do marketing. I'm not online. I, I don't do any of that stuff. And you might find me on Facebook or so or on Instagram, but that's just because my niece is doing it for me. So if you want to get, if you want to find out more or you want to get a hold of me the, or buy a copy of the book, the best place to go is the website doorsopenwhenyouknock.com. Doorsopenwhenyouknock.com. That's all you need to know. Straight to the point, right down there, you know exactly. And it is not only for realtors. So I want you guys to understand that, that there's so many ideas that we can 
transform and put this into all of our businesses. So thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you coming on today. My pleasure. All right, listeners, thanks for listening today. I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that will make you more profitable. And considering what's happened to businesses over the past year, now more, it's more uh, important now that you create your own profit plan so that you too can have a thriving business. To further help my listeners, I'm hosting a webinar next Thursday where I will share three of my most powerful strategies that to help you create a business that has thriving profit. You can register for, th for free at thrivingprofit.com. And as always, Stephen and I would love to hear any of your questions, feedback, or actually even ideas for future shows. Please subscribe and comment on today's podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And I'm looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and